What is up, gorgeous soul? Welcome to the Embodied Leadership Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Fisher. I'm an energetic leadership coach for soul-led entrepreneurs, and it's my mission to help raise the vibration of the planet through helping people just like you elevate their impact and income through subconscious healing, embodiment, mental and emotional alchemy, as well as energetic mastery. This podcast is for leaders who are committed to stepping into higher levels of leadership through taking radical responsibility over their healing, their liberation, and pleasure. If you're ready to ditch the traditional way of operating in your business and step into being an embodied as fuck leader in every edge, corner, and aspect of your life, then come and join us inside. Welcome back to this week's episode, everyone. I am so excited because we have my dear friend, Laura, here with us today, and we're going to be diving into all things regarding living your life in a fulfilled state of being, manifesting what you truly desire, and how to move beyond burnout so that you can live a life with more ease. Laura is an incredible fulfillment mentor who focuses on allowing you to manifest your desires without burnout and with ease. And so I'm super pumped to dive into this week's episode. I love you to pieces, and I'm so excited to share this space with you. Oh, thank you. That was so lovely. <laughs> it was basically good. I love getting that little hype up. I'm like, oh, hello. (laughs) Yes, I'm here for it. And, you know, I'm super pumped for us to connect in this way. We've collaborated a few different times and it's always such a pleasure to just hold space and share space with you. And I'm really excited, um, first and foremost, for people just to get to know you a little bit more for those who maybe haven't been in your energy field yet. So I'd love for you just to share a little bit about yourself and how you arrived to where you are now in your beautiful world. Oh, wow. Have we got about 10 years? Yeah. (laughs) Tell me your life story, girlfriend. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I'm a fulfillment mentor, you know, women's, I say like women's coach, that kind of thing. And um, I've been doing this, I'm in my fifth year now. I've moved into my fifth year of business which is amazing. Um, and I have been yeah, coaching women on this work for quite a while. And I fell into this by chance, like I'm not going to lie. I was doing a course that was totally unrelated um, at university and wanted to, like had this weird calling to learn about um, communication basically so I wanted to learn about NLP because that's all about you know learning the language of the mind and I was like oh I really feel called to do this this doesn't make any sense but I went into it and um, at the time like not super self-aware as well might I add <laughs> for a lot of my life probably wasn't I was very lucky in the sense that I grew up around you know a mom who would take me to um like meditation retreats at the age of 13. Like I was, you know, always kind of exposed to the wellness arena and, you know, she would play with tarot cards and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so I was always exposed to this kind of world and always loved it, um, but didn't know that I could actually do anything with it. So, yeah, I had this um, deep desire to help people feel good. I mean, I think the majority of us get into this field being like, I want people to feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, fell into a course um, 
and had started studying psychology as well a few years earlier that didn't necessarily work out um but I'm studying it again now so it's we're full circle um and yeah just fell into it and loved it and was like I don't understand how people don't know about this kind of work um this is really powerful and it's changed my life and I knew that it could completely change others and there was a massive gap in the space I felt like the only people who were teaching this work were you know sorry to say it but like in their 40s and they they'd done a lot of life and I know myself I was like going to these spiritual circles and I was going to these courses and I was by far the youngest and kind of felt a bit shunned from Mm those places unintentionally just because like people throw judgment wherever they may (laughs) and it's not their fault oh goodness whoopsies sorry for that sound (laughs) um, yeah so that typically that that's what happened and I just went yeah I need to teach this and yeah so here we are a couple years later I've been working I've worked with probably close to a thousand women at this point and helped them so much with their journey of finding fulfillment and becoming empowered and feeling like they they have, you know, sovereignty over their life. And um, yeah, it's just been a really beautiful journey. I hope that's the good way of describing how I got here. Yes. There's so many parts to it that I'm like, I don't know where to go. So I'll just go all over the place, manifesting, manifesting generator style. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, woo, go all over the place. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, that was beautiful. And I'm, I'm right there with you. I feel like anytime it's like, someone's like, well, how did you get to where you are now? I'm like, well, it started when I was born, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, no, that, that's also beautiful. And it's so powerful too how you've been able to, you know, take all these different bits and pieces that you've learned in your journey and really make it into this like cohesive, beautiful, um, just way of, the, of which you serve people in such a powerful way. And you know, I knew that like the moment that I, I, I got into your energy, because for those of you listening, Laura and I actually were in a mastermind together for quite some time. And I just knew how special you are and how, you know, your energy just feels so warm and welcoming. And it's it's just really, really beautiful. <laughs> Dude, I love your facial expression right now. You're like, <laughs> you're, you are so special. And, and it's just so powerful um, to be, you know, in a space with you, even in this regard. And so, it's really, really nice to hear you give a give a voice to your magic. It's beautiful to witness. Thank you. You literally just made me tear up. I'm not <laughs> kidding. I fucking love you, Rach, and you know that. <laughs> just like oh, just receiving all of the love. Words of affirmation are my love language. So anytime I get them, I'm like, ooh, shower <laughs> me in the words. Yes. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. I mean every single word. And you know, something that you are deeply embodied in and help so many people with is fulfillment. And I want us to talk about that because I think that, you know, especially in the world that we're living in right now, there's so much going on, no matter who you are and feeling and finding fulfillment can be truly the saving grace in, you know, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual well-being. And I'd just be curious to know, like, for you, like, what does fulfillment mean to you? And, you know, how can people start to take action to find a sense of fulfillment in their lives, especially in this world right now? Yeah, that's a beautiful question. <clears throat> well, fulfillment, and I, I mean, 
Fulfillment to each person is totally, I think it's different and the definition can be different and how it shows up. And for myself, um, the, the journey of getting to fulfillment, and it's always like evolving, of course, mm. but that journey was thinking that all of the things and all of the money and all of the um, the accolades and like people telling you you're fantastic and like the, the epitome of success, I thought that that was going to bring me this like fulfilling fulfilling Mm -hmm. of um happiness and fulfillment and you know such joy within my body and don't be wrong like some of that's lovely um but fulfillment for myself is all about how I spend my days Mm. and what I give my energy and my focus to and how I feel about the little things in my life because mm. you might think that fulfillment is these like massive milestones that you you achieve or you you get to you know um, move through, but I've I've actually noticed that yeah, it's more in the little things and the the daily practices and um, how you feel about your life day to day and how intentional you are about your life day to day. So mm. for myself, it's like being able to wake up mostly for the most part you know, I have a really, I have really slow mornings. Like I hate being up early. (laughs) So it's having a slow morning and like being able to have a coffee in bed with my partner and my dog and then going for a walk and then getting into the day of work and like chilling out and, you know, being able to exercise when I want and just doing what I feel called to do. And that to me is deeply fulfilling, knowing that I don't have to do anything. It's all choice. So that to me is deep fulfillment and not being rushed to do the next thing or to get to the next goal or the milestone, knowing that it's all happening. It's all working out in beautiful time and yeah, feeling that deep sense of gratitude in my life. Mm, That's so beautiful. And that like landed in my heart space because what you said about, you know, thinking in the past that like fulfillment was like, it was tied to achieving, um, really resonated with me because, and something I actually openly talked about, um, not that long ago was, you know, chasing these like ideas of like what success is or like what might be fulfillment on like a piece of paper or something you see on the internet based upon someone else's life. And something I shared was, you know, I thought that when I hit six figures in my business, that all of a sudden I was going to feel like so fulfilled and so good. And don't get me wrong. It was like a beautiful feeling to like reach that milestone. But what I realized was that the fulfillment wasn't actually because of a number or how many people decided to follow me on Instagram or how many likes my posts got or how many people signed up for my programs. Fulfillment came from me feeling like that sense of grounded security in who I was and what I do and what you said about, you know, being able to wake up and live your day like in a way that to the best of your ability, considering what's going on in the world right now, like live in the way you want to. it really hit home for me because lately I've been really reimagining in my own life, like, well, what is fulfillment for me right now? And really it's waking up, like you said, without an alarm, it's, you know, cuddling with my partner, it's getting into nature. It's, you know, thinking like 
well, like, what is it that I actually desire in this lifetime? And in what ways have I in the past perhaps been striving to accomplish or achieve something based upon someone else's idea of what success or fulfillment is? And so I really appreciate you sharing that and just giving some perspective to how simple like finding fulfillment can be because it can be found in like your warm tea in the morning or creating something beautiful and it doesn't have to be this big grandose experience and so I really appreciate the perspective there and you know what would you say to somebody who's maybe in a situation right now where they're maybe they're you know have experienced you know maybe some accomplishments in regards to like financial success, or maybe they're striving to achieve that, or maybe they're just experiencing something where they're finding themselves like really feeling kind of lackluster about life. Like how would you encourage somebody to seek fulfillment in their life right now? The first thing that came and I was about to spit it out and then went, just take a breath. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my, my thing is always to slow down and ask yourself what you really value Mm. and what really does make you feel giddy and warm in life Mm. Mm -hmm. and tune into that. Um, because yeah, all of the, like, I'm not saying to be like, oh, don't accomplish anything and don't achieve. Like, (laughs) no, no, not at all. (laughs) You know, we want to eventually, and that's not the case for everyone, especially those who are in like survival mode right now, but we want to eventually get to a place of like, I'm doing this because it feels good. And I really want to, and Mm. it's exciting. Not, I have to do this or else I am bad or I'm wrong or I'm not good enough or blah, 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 blah. Um, and so, yeah, it would be slowing down and really tuning into what you do value and then trying your best to incorporate that into your world. Um, but we live in a really fast paced society where we feel like we have to be on all the time or we have to be doing something 24 seven. And when you disconnect from that, it's a big shift. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Absolutely. A- Absolutely. So yes, slowing down and tuning into those values. Yeah, find out what's important to you because what's important to one person is not going to be important to another. Like us chatting like this, for some people, like my idea of success and fulfillment used to be that I would be booked out from nine to five every single day. I'd work five, six days a week in my work. And that was my idea of it. And it just changed over time. I realized like, oh, that doesn't have to be it. Mm. I can do it a different way too. So get used to the, your idea of fulfillment changing and shifting because it will over time. It absolutely will. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. And I think really in what you're saying too, it's like when we start to like understand what our values are and start to incorporate what it is that we actually enjoy more in our lives, it it's what I think in my opinion, at least it's what allows those like bigger external accomplishments to actually feel like really fulfilling because instead of you know you outsourcing your fulfillment to this like achievement it's Mm -hmm. like you're you're learning to um and be embodied in fulfillment in the whole journey so that when you reach these you know goals in your life or in your business let's say for example you you know hit a financial goal you really wanted it's like you can actually like feel that in your body And like, you can really resonate with it because what can happen, and I mean, I've seen it happen a lot 
is sometimes when, when you're not living in a state of fulfillment and we're kind of outsourcing our power, we're chasing the things that are outside of us, we hit these goals and then we don't even realize it because then we're just on to the next thing. And so like you said, to the fast pace kind of lifestyle that can happen, which is something that a lot of us are conditioned by in society, it's like the act of slowing down is really a, like a, the, the biggest yes to like your liberation as a human because it actually is like creating space to acknowledge like your unique needs um, and, and just being able to actually attune to those needs in a, in a much more, you know, um, harmonious way of being versus like kind of continually run, running on empty. And I know that something that you really love to help people with is manifestation. And I know that for a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of people like understand like, oh yeah, like manifestation, like we've probably all heard the word. We kind of know what it is. We understand like, yeah, we're always manifesting, whether it's unconscious or consciously. But I think that what a lot of people forget or like have a hard time um, being integrated into fully is that, you know, how we feel is like such a huge aspect of the manifestation process. And it's not just about saying the affirmations or like, or the actions even all of which are important, but I'm curious, like, what do you feel like in the, around the conversation of manifestation? Um, Cause it really t- absolutely ties in with fulfillment like, what do you feel like are some of the biggest pieces to actually like allowing in what we desire? Because I think that like, we can be like, oh, like I'm doing all the things and like, I'm, you know, I'm doing the affirmations, I'm doing the meditations. And yet there might be this like level of like resistance and not being in that state of receivership we're allowing. And so I'm curious, like, what would you say some of those biggest pieces are in actually allowing in what we desire? So there's so much tied into this. There is so much tied into it. And I think that when it comes to yeah, manifesting and, you know, why I speak so much on fulfillment is because the more that you are embodying the feelings that you think you would get from whatever thing you're trying to manifest, the more that you embody that now, Uh, the easier it is to have that come into your life and for you to receive it or even just to receive the uh, energetic downloads of, hey, go do this now. This might not make any sense, but go do this. And if you're slow in your body, you can receive that little niggle or that intuition or that universal guidance or guidance from your spirit, guys. It just depends on what, you know, you relate it to. Um, So, yeah, how we feel is by far one of the biggest pieces that people miss and you know obviously you're gonna have ups and downs like Rach and I were discussing before yes (laughs) we have ups and downs all the time I live in Melbourne Australia so we're in like the harshest lockdowns of the world and you know every couple of days I'm like sitting in the shower crying to the Bridgerton soundtrack and that's totally fine like that's not a bad thing that doesn't mean you're stuffing anything (laughs) up (laughs) but you know how we feel day to day in our life and um it does have an influence on allowing us to receive the things that we desire. And a lot of us, you know, we might be asking for something that we actually don't feel like we're deserving of. Mm. And we need to unwrap that conditioning too, to allow, uh, just allowing ourselves to receive what it is that we desire. 
So we have to unwrap all the stuff, all the stories that we've told ourselves around why we can't have something and shift it into the fact that we can because we absolutely can. Yeah, mm, I love that. And yeah, like the the thing that you said too about it's, it's not about not feeling like the hard yeah. emotions. It's actually a, about feeling them and then like learning to move through them so that we can, you know, be in that flow state of being versus, oh my God, if I feel sad, I'm totally fucking up what I want. And that's just not the case at all. And, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I, I'm sure you can attest to this too, Laura, in, in your own way, but like, I've had some of my biggest launches in the midst of like massive fucking like life shit and like crying all the time (laughs) so like you know it really does come down to um yeah how we feel within ourselves like our sense of of worthiness and also just you know really coming back to as well like we receive like what we feel safe to receive like a nervous system wise and so it's like the more that we can yeah, unpack those things. Like if we're feeling that sense of like unworthiness or like if there is like a part of us that's like, I don't actually think that this is possible, learning to create the space or or even receiving assistance and guidance and help through like a mentor or a coach to help Helpful. you process yeah. and, and just hold those parts because, um, you know, trauma trauma does affect our our whole life depending on who you are and what you're experiencing. And so you know, depending on your lived experiences as well, it might be more tricky based upon your personal lived experiences to manifest something that maybe somebody else has no problem manifesting. And so it's really a unique process as an individual. And I I love what you said just about cultivating that inner worthiness and security, because that's really like, that's really what it is. I would, I'm like right there with you. Yeah. And look, you know, I, I'm a firm believer with all of this that, you know, any any transformation is self-transformation. Mm. We as the coaches, we just help you speed it up because we can see the blind spots you can't. That's all mm. we do. Yes. We're, not, we're not like waving magic wands, you know. Some people might think that. I have, I have clients that are like, wow, I feel healed. Like, you know, they have these amazing, amazing um, breakthroughs, but they were ready for it. So mm-hmm. I'm always believing that like you're going to have those breakthroughs. They're going to come in your life. Um, but I just help speed up the process. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, really when it comes down to it, it is about believing and allowing. You have to believe in order to be able to receive. If you don't believe that you can have it, it I'm not saying it can't happen. It can still happen. But when it happens, you might sabotage it. Or if yep. you see an inkling of it coming into your world, yeah, you're in a you're in a mean girl will just have an absolute field day and can potentially sabotage that. So mm. um not saying that it can't happen. Uh it just might be that when it does happen, you make it more difficult than what it needs to be, or you feel this like sense of unworthiness because this comes up with the imposter syndrome too. So you know, yeah. there's, there's so much obviously to unpack with that, but, you know, just as we're talking about this, because I know it can be quite overwhelming when someone's like, oh my God, I'm manifesting and fuck, I have all of these things coming up and all of this conditioning that I need to unpack. Please know that like anyone listening to this, Rach and I still have to do this mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we are doing this, we are in the trenches with you constantly doing the work and uh, it doesn't, you know, just because you reach a certain level or you manifest to a certain degree doesn't mean that you don't have stuff come up um 
every level has a new devil or the same devil just wrapped in different um, casing. (laughs) And so it's all about, you know, just, you know, really allowing yourself to go, oh, okay, I'm going to be working on this for the rest of my life and I don't need to um, disappear or like, you know, push down those thoughts or push down those parts of myself they're welcome to be here, but we're just not going to believe in everything that they say. Just quickly interrupting this week's episode to ask you a very important question. What if I told you that you could receive with more ease, pleasure, and fulfillment with hypnosis? I am so excited to invite you into my new container, the Sacred Self Sanctuary, a space to water your inner realm and blossom in your business. Hypnosis is a potent way to connect with your subconscious mind to reprogram your thoughts, behaviors, actions, and patterns. This container is jam-packed with so many beautiful ways for you to connect with your higher self, receive with more ease, pleasure, and fulfillment, all through harnessing the potency of your subconscious mind. You're going to want to click the link in the show notes to leap into this beautiful container and look up all the juicy details that are inside. Now back to today's episode. Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you said about, you know, coaches not being this like, we're like, we're not like, we don't heal you. Like you heal yourself. We just facilitate the space to, like you said, like, you know, be able to shine a light on like where your blind spots may be and really just help you like quantum leap really is what coaching yes. really does. And, you know, I, I think that that's something that you and I both are really grounded in is like anybody that enters our space, there's that like level of radical responsibility over your own unique process. And knowing that, you know, when someone enters your space, um, like as a coach and you're holding that, like, that like energetic like field of like you're wildly capable beyond like what you can possibly perceive right now but I can see it so I'm gonna hold you to your highest vision and your highest standard because I can see very clearly what might feel murky to you right now and we're just gonna like clear the cobwebs and like work together in a beautiful partnership to help you really truly step into your greatness even more so and it's just very powerful and very potent and yeah like like what you said about us being in the trenches it's so true like we're we're human we're always like I think part of why like part of what makes us good coaches and anybody out there that is a good like a really great solid grounded coach is like we're constantly doing the the process alongside our clients you know it's and something you spoke to recently that I I love so much is you know we're not none of us are broken we don't need fixing there's not some like healing checklist it's not like a one and done thing like we're on a human journey and so when we can bring that humanness into our experience and recognize like wow like I'm forever evolving and growing but it doesn't mean that I'm imperfect right now or that I'm not healed enough I'm doing like quotations if those of you that can't see me because that's just (laughs) bullshit and like I think that that's something that we're really moving out of in this like new way of operating as coaches healers teachers leaders is like operating from that like human centric place of hey like you're already a whole being and your journey back to wholeness is really just about you remembering. It's not about you learning something that's not already within you. It's like, it's just you remembering and like awakening to the greatness that's already within you. And that's just such a 
powerful, wild journey because <laughs> lots of shadow work, lots of feelings, but it's definitely worth it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I really, I just, I love doing the work. Um, and well, like, you know, I say that now whilst I'm in a good place, I'm sure there's moments where I'm like, fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like in the midst um, of it, you're like, but rather not oh, be absolutely. Here. <laughs> yeah literally me earlier this year Rachel remember very very clearly I was going through a lot health wise and body wise and just like so much chaos um and so yeah I felt like I was drowning a little bit there for a while but again you know we go through seasons in life and it doesn't it doesn't make me bad it doesn't make anything anything bad or anyone's experience bad just recognizing that yeah, we, we go through seasons in life and there is not one of us that's perfect or that's fully healed or whole. And I do like and love that the um, the world that we live in is moving away from this pedestaling of people mm. because the more that we pedestal, the more that we disconnect from people. And it's important to remember that we are all one. We all share similar experiences, obviously to varying degrees, but we are... Um, yeah, we are also deeply connected. And to say, oh, I've I've healed all of me just disconnects you from the people that you're around and you work with because, yes, I mean, as you go through different phases, it's different shit comes up. So Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm so here for dismantling that like illusion of perfection and like the hierarchies. And I think that that's something that's really special about the way the coaching industry is shifting because more and more people are like holding, you know, the industry accountable to not operating from that state. You know, I, I think one of the things that helps, you know, our clients feel connected to us is like when we do like openly share, um, the more, like we don't just, you know, crack open the can of worms of our whole life and, you know, share things that don't feel safe, but like just, you know, sharing that things aren't always perfect or aren't always easy. Um, or, you know, like, I think that something that can be so healing for our clients is like, you know, sometimes like, you know, you show up in whatever state you're in and it's not that like the space that you're holding, um, is any less powerful, but sometimes like showing up like, you know, maybe you can agree. I mean, I've had, I've had a couple calls um, over the past year, especially with all the wild things that are happening where, you know, my energy wasn't as woo as like, you know, it normally is. And it was so powerful for my clients on the other end. It would, they would even say, you know, seeing you show up like this gives me so much permission to be a whole person in my business and not hide the parts of me that are having a hard time right now because we like you said we're all so connected and we're all so like beyond what like we can even conceive and so when we like allow ourselves to be human and allow in compassion for ourselves as well as others it makes a huge difference and kind of in speaking into um just the conversation around like feelings and emotions and and the world that we're in right now, I know that something that you really are so great at helping people through is moving beyond burnout. And I, I know I've, I've hit burnout before um, in my previous life when I was still a fitness advisor and even in the early stages of my coaching business, I really experienced it. And so what would be like some indicators that 
someone would be burnt out. And I'm curious, like if there's, yeah, I guess you can start there. Like what would be some indicators that like you are in a state of burnout? Mm. It's important to remember. And like, I've dealt with burnout so many times. It's not even funny. So many times. Um, I am the queen of being the typical manifesting generator, doing all of the things. Mm. I mean, like, oh, took on too much. (laughs) (laughs) I've totally been there, girlfriend, manifesting generator queen. You just don't even, you know, I just have to have, I have so many really intensive boundaries with myself now. I'm like, if I have a new idea for a program or if I have a new idea for something, I have to give myself a month and if it's still there, I'm allowed to do it now. If it's not there after a month, not allowed to. <laughs> Good. I love the boundaries. Oh, I have to because otherwise I will take on everything and I will do do all the things and then be like, well, I'm accidentally working 12 hours a day. Whoopsies, my bad. Mm. Um, I Yeah, I, I can be like that a little bit. Um, but anyway, so when it comes to burnout, it's important to remember that burnout is, is it's a slow burn. Mm. it's not something that you're just going to recognize like overnight of like wow I'm actually really burnt out like this stuff can eat away at you for months yep where just like slowly but surely you're finding yourself feeling quite exhausted and the things that used to light you up don't light you up anymore um and you know just feeling quite like overwhelmed and normal tasks feel difficult and the fogginess and you know just feeling like you're living in a bit of a haze and this stuff can yeah, again, it shows up for people differently. I mean, I've had clients who have burnt out and they've been really physically unwell. I have mm. been really physically unwell as well from burnout. Um, but it is something that we have to understand that is not just like, oh, wow, you know, you did a lot of work for a couple of months. You must be burnt out. It's a thing that can, yeah, it slowly niggles. It's like a, a little flame that keeps burning mm. and burning and burning. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Until that's, you go, whoa, too much. That's so accurate because the times that I've reached burnout, it it was like a month, like it was months before I finally noticed. And like me noticing was like me like hitting a breaking point of being like, I want to like burn everything to the ground and like disconnect yeah. totally from society and my business. And like when you're, when you get to that point where like showing up feels like, the hardest thing in the world even showing up for like just yourself as a human like outside of business you know like like you said like those things that bring you joy like maybe like you love art and all of a sudden you're like I just fucking can't even like bring myself to do that like there's so many there's so many indicators and I think that that's why um kind of going coming for a full circle to like this conversation around fulfillment it's like the way we get to avoid burnout is like through that like radical prioritization of what feels good for me how can I slow down you know how can I take care of myself so that we can like mitigate the possibility of hitting those burnout states of being and you know what do you feel like are some like key aspects and I know maybe just even speaking for yourself like that have helped you heal from burnout and what maybe other people could, you know, partake in as well to help themselves move beyond that state. Uh, boundaries. Yeah. Truly boundaries. Yep. I, I, I cannot stress this enough. Boundaries for myself and for my cli- like my clients as well, they, they feel this when we work together and they've experienced some burnout. 
um, boundaries over what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do and just having safe spaces for yourself is everything Mm. you know and so many of us we feel you know especially the women that I work with I attract a lot of women who are like total people pleasers and I get it because I am one so recovering of course but I am one as well so I I get (laughs) I attract a lot of those people and so they will people please their way through life unintentionally and just say yes and yes and yes and yes and yes or sometimes not even to people please but because they feel really called to um, and yeah, boundaries is a big piece around that. And also recognizing that nothing needs to get done today. Like it doesn't mm. all have to be done today or yesterday. So have this experience where I'd be like, okay, I want to, um, you know, for, I don't know, it could be to do with like life in general where I'm like, oh, I really want to work on my health. All right. It should have been done yesterday. So I'm going to push hard for the next like two weeks ridiculous I'm going to burn out it's all like you know my body's not going to be able to cope with that um the same as like business being like oh I want to put out this program this is going to be really helpful okay I need to have it out in two weeks Mm. you know just it doesn't you the timelines it's not that's not necessarily super important we have to be okay with recognizing that there's like no there's no finish line (laughs) in our lives. There's no like end date that we're trying to get to. There's no end point that we're trying to get to. It's just about, yeah, enjoying the process along the way. Um, Mm. So boundaries, I cannot stress enough. And also having that spaciousness for yourself. So you will be able to have more spaciousness though through setting boundaries in your life. Mm. Yeah, that spoke great to my heart because boundaries have been the biggest shift for me in my entire, like just in my life in general and as a coach and as a leader um, and not just external boundaries with other people, but boundaries within myself. And it's, it's an ongoing practice. Like it truly is. It's something like even just today, you know, I realized like, whoa, like maybe, you know, you know, checking yourself before you consume social media is a really important boundary to start implementing again, Rachel, because how do you feel right now? And just like Mm. opening up that inner dialogue can be, confronting because of course you know if we're not used to setting boundaries it can feel like we're abandoning parts of ourselves or abandoning others or like the people pleasing shows up and we're like oh god like if are my clients gonna understand if my community can understand but what I've learned is you know especially in even just like from the conversation around like my clients like I remember I used to always be available like literally always I used to always be like on available on boxer like you know 24 7 like that's even what I used to market even with coaching calls yeah. I remember my calendar used to be open all week like seven yeah. days a week from like pretty much any time even into the evening and And I, cause I I just, I thought that that was like the way, you know, I thought that like, oh, if I'm always available, then like my clients are going to get like the best support possible. Meanwhile, I wasn't supporting myself. And so it was like, once I set these boundaries, like, okay, I'm only available on Voxer, like between business hours, Monday to Friday, I only check it once, once, once to twice a a day, you know, I'm I'm not available on weekends. I'm not going to show up on, you know, weekends and I'm, you know, just like things that, initially I remember setting these boundaries and being like oh my god like they're gonna think I'm a terrible person and I'd actually gave again like not that anybody needs permission from anybody because you're a sovereign ass human being but like sometimes when we allow ourselves to set those boundaries it like 
mirrors back to people like, oh, like I can do that too. And like, how did you do that? And you can then open up that dialogue. But girlfriend, yeah, boundaries, fuck. I feel like, you know, like this is like something that we need to be taught in school, like how to set boundaries because holy shit. I know. I I totally get that because, yeah, I I had the exact same experience where I would be available all the time and, um, and then I would be wondering why I didn't have motivation and why I struggled to take on new clients and why, you know, I was struggling to like produce and create. And it's like, well, you can't, like you're, ta- you're literally tapped in 24-7. You can't, it's not the way to live. Yeah. Um, and it was helpful, you know, in the early days, but um, yeah, not a way to live. I don't, I wouldn't do that again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even I know, I, I think the, one of the more recent things that I experienced around boundaries was um, because, I mean, I really relate to what you said about being a manifesting generator because like, I feel like my creativity is like, I get like downloads all the time and I'm like, oh, like, should I do that? And what was happening was actually, I was so, I was overproducing so much that I was fucking exhausted and I didn't even realize it until like months later. Like I'm talking like creating like multiple posts a day and posting them and like showing up constantly on Instagram and it, it didn't seem like, and when it was happening, I was like, oh my God, I'm just so inspired. And like, it felt e- like, it, I'm saying easy, like it felt easy. It wasn't, but it was like my, I was just constantly in this state of like, oh my God, like I'm so excited. And like, I would just write and then I would post it. And that was happening every day, like Monday to Friday, sometimes even on weekends. And I had this like huge epiphany. It was like about a month ago now where I was like, holy fuck, like what the fuck am I doing? Because really, do I need, do I need to do that? No. And this is what I mean. Like when we're, Laura and I are talking about like, if you're ever learning and growing as a person, because like, you know, I, I knew I, you know, consciously I knew better, but it was just like this unconscious action of like over creating. And since I've, taken that step back and slowed down I've had so much more creative energy to do other things like do art and I was wondering it was so funny because I was like in the middle of all of this I was like well like why am I not doing art like why don't I feel like inspired to do art well it was like no fucking wonder Rachel you're using literally all of your creative energy to create content like what the fuck are you doing and so it's been really beautiful to like take that step back and be like Hmm, let's reevaluate. Let's reassess. Is, does this feel good? No. Do you need to do this? No. And like, just giving myself like that grace of like, well, it was coming from a good place, but it's not conducive to your overall well being. So like, let's shift this. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And yeah, it's so, it's so freaking true. There's like so many things that I, yeah, just throw out the window when I'm, <laughs> overproducing and I totally feel that way and um yeah I think it's just important to recognize that especially with this fulfillment piece that we I don't I don't want to and I'm sure you're the same like I love my work I love it I really enjoy it and I love working with clients it is a beautiful passion of mine Hmm. but I don't want to live to work I want to work to be able to have a life outside of it. And I know that that is the embodiment of fulfillment for me Mm. and for a lot of the clients that come into my space as well. It's not 
it has been in the past, but it, my life, I don't want it to all be about work. And it's a big, been a big lesson for me probably the last 12 months of like, do you really want your life to be all about, you know, being switched on and tapped in and all that kind of thing? Like probably not. Is it important to me that I do the work that I do? Absolutely. But I don't want it to be my only focus. Like I want to have a life. I want to have a family. I want to have a baby. Like yeah. I don't want to just be only only tapped in and working twenty four seven. Oh, I'm so with you. And that was a huge realization this past year for me too. Was and I and I, I relate to what you said because I always say that like what I do is like my purpose. Like my business is my vehicle to fulfill my purpose. And so when that's the case, it can feel really tricky. Because you're like, oh, like I just love what I do so much that it can be all encompassing when we're not having those boundaries in place. And really, yeah, taking that step back and being like, actually, my business isn't my first priority. I am. And Mm. the way that my business actually is successful and the way that I successfully coach and lead is when I'm actually taking care of myself. And when I'm living my life, like that's when I'm the most turned on and magnetic. It's not when I'm at my fucking computer. Like it's when I'm actually out living and then I can bring that energy back to my coaching calls, back to my content, back to my my containers. And that's the energy I, I desire to show up. And I want to just even before this podcast interview, I was like out like laying by the ocean and, and just soaking up the sun. And I was like, yeah, like that's the energy I get to bring into this podcast now. Mm-hmm. And so I've started to really just use you know, the, the energy of like what feels again, fulfilling and how can I invite that into my business versus like trying to make my business be the like epicenter of my entire fucking life. And then wondering why, like, I feel exhausted. (laughs) Like it's just not a vibe. (laughs) Yeah. And it's also like, I, I believe that, you know, different, everything has holds its own energy and so uh, the business itself has its own energy and its own frequency Mm. that is separate to you yep and so yes you are in terms of like your marketing all that kind of stuff like you are probably that you know each of us in the coaching space at the very least we are the vehicle of that um because it is a reflection but you are not the business the business has Mm. its own entity it's operating it's like beautiful things are happening magical things are happening at all times Um, And you don't have to be tapped into it in order to make it grow like it, you know, yes, in the early days, I'm sure there's a lot more of that, but um, no, it can do it on its own as well. And it can do it, you know, with the help of the universe and your intention being placed there. Mm, So true. It's so, so true. Yeah. I, I always like to say you're not your business and it's such a beautiful thing to even just like re hear from you reflecting that back to me. And it's just like, yeah, like, it's very important to have that degree of separation um, because like when we feel like we are our business, like our worthiness becomes attached to results, to clients, to all the things. And then we create this like codependent um, energy and it's just like, that's no way to live. So I, I really fucking appreciate your perspective and Oh, this has just been like such a beautiful conversation. I'm like, I don't want it to end. (laughs) I love you. Um, Before we um, wrap things up and that you can share, of course, where people can find you, I'd love to know what being an embodied leader means to you. Being an embodied leader. 
The word that keeps coming up for me is like is um, honesty, which mm. might sound strange, but uh, honesty and transparency in the journey and, yeah, showing that you're a real fucking human. Mm. So you're obviously living it, you're breathing it, you're teaching it, but you're honest about your own experience with it, Mm. with the work. That's so beautiful. Yeah, it really is like that honesty and integrity kind of like go hand in hand and that's just so beautiful. Yeah, hell yeah. Being honest, vulnerable, integral, so fucking beautiful. Mm, I love you so much. (laughs) (laughs) you to share where people can find you and of course I'll uh, make sure to include the link in the show notes but yeah where can people connect with your beautiful energy outside of here beautiful um so I just on Instagram Laura Grady with two y's I also have a website lauragradycoaching.com um and yeah they're probably the best ways to connect to me at the moment um yeah, I share a lot on my Instagram and, um, yeah, I have wait lists and stuff for coaching and I always have programs coming out every few months. So, yeah, it's the best way to connect. <laughs> hey, beautiful. Yes, I'm super excited. And I'll make, like I said, make sure to include those in the show notes. For anyone listening, um, please feel free to reach out to either of us. Feel free to Feel free to screenshot this episode and tag us. We'd love to hear from you. Laura, it's been such a deep honor to share this space with you. Thank you so much for sharing your magic with everyone. And yeah, you're welcome. And for all of you listening, thank you so much for your time and your energy. I am so grateful to share this space with all of you as well. And I'll be sure to connect with you next week. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I am so grateful to share this space with you. It would be my absolute honor to connect with you further. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram, send me a DM, let me know how this all landed in your body. And I look forward to connecting with you again next week.